Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's uh, jump on out to the Sprint special guest line. They make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Of course, our next guest needs no introduction. However, he, of course, is on the board of directors of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, as well as the uh, NBA Board of Governors. He is Greg Miller with us back on The Big Show. Greg, how are you and yours? Everybody doing okay? We're doing well, yeah. Thank you very much. Well, we really appreciate you jumping on the show. We have a ton of stuff to get to with you, but let's start off with what's most important. Tell us a little bit about this Driven to Assist campaign that will begin coming up tomorrow, I believe. Very exciting. Yeah, it starts tomorrow, and this was just um, our family and our company's uh, way of trying to make a contribution. Obviously, there's a lot of need out there right now. A lot of people are going through really difficult times, and and uh, facing challenges that, that they didn't expect to. So what we wanted to do was try to leverage our, our assets uh, within the organization to try to have some fun with this, try to create some incentive for people to get involved. And so what we've done is uh, we put together this Driven to Assist program, as you mentioned, and the idea is that for the all week starting tomorrow and going through next Wednesday, except for Sunday, um, we're going to be re- uh, receiving uh, donations of food, and we'll receive those at all uh, 22 of our dealerships throughout Utah, as well as all of our Megaplex uh, um, theaters. And then, of course, Vivint Smart Home Arena and the lot just north of Smith's Ballpark. And for anybody that comes in and donates uh, the equivalent of uh, eight cans of food, then we'll we'll give them a thank you and if they so for example if they drop off uh something at the dealerships they'll get a coupon for ten dollars off a lube oil filter service if they make a drop off at the theaters they'll get a coupon for a large free popcorn if they drop off at uh, vivint smart home arena they'd get a ten dollar online credit to use at the jazz team store and if they drop off at Smith's Ballpark, they get a couple of vouchers for tickets to an upcoming Bees game. And, of course, at each location, uh, we'll have people who are there to help, and they'll be acting in accordance with all of the Utah, Utah Department of Health uh, social distancing and sanitation practices so we can keep everybody safe and healthy. And the thing that was really interesting to me that that really um, illustrated how much need there is out there is that the Utah Food Bank gave away over 600,000 more pounds of food just last March than they did in March of 2019. So I think that just goes to show um, some of the stress that that people are dealing with out there. So hopefully we can get people involved and, and make a difference for those who really need it. So, Greg, these are canned food items, right? That's what you're looking for. Is there a particular item that is in uh, dire need right now, or is it just any kind of canned food possible? Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, Gordon. Um, as we tried to coordinate with the Utah Food Bank, there are things that they won't uh, accept. 
and that's that would be any kind of frozen food or um, you know like bread or anything that would be perishable. So the things that they do like uh, peanut butter, mac and cheese, canned tuna, canned chicken, canned beef, chili, um, spaghettios or ravioli in a can, canned fruits, um, that kind of stuff. Greg Miller with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Greg, can you tell us kind of how this uh, idea came about and uh, how the ball got rolling on this? Don Sterling was on the, the station earlier today, and he talked about how you and the family were, were really the ones uh, at the tip of the spear um, kind of getting this ball rolling. Well, you know, it, it's hard to say exactly when it kind of sparked, but it, it did in, in a couple of calls last week that Don was part of, uh, all of members of the family were on there, and and we just, like so many people, I think, have been frustrated at, at the lack of um, information, the lack of certainty that this pandemic is throwing at all of us, and so after, after talking it over, we decided we wanted to just try to take action on the, you know using resources that we could control and try to meet relevant needs within the the community and of course right now food is a, a big deal and um, we're we're kind of working on some ideas to try to put together another installment of this down the road where we could maybe get involved with the blood drive uh, we're not like quite ready to to roll that one out yet but we hope to be able to within the next few weeks. And then, of course, there's always money, and I, I should probably mention that, that if anyone wants to donate the equivalent of, of uh, whatever the eight cans of food is worth, then they would, we'd be happy to give them the, the, you know, the gift for whatever, whether it's popcorn or whatever, for the money instead of the food. So, you know, we're just trying to do what we can with the resources we have available to us to, to enrich the lives of people in this community that we love so much. and. It's been so good to our family over the years. Greg, one of the nice things about this is, as you mentioned, some of the locations where people can drop off these canned food items, nearly 40 locations. I mean, that that makes it very convenient for people to be able to help out. Yeah, we're pretty much border to border, north to south. It's uh, we, we hope that that convenience pays dividends with this effort. Greg Miller with us here on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Greg, I'd, uh, I just got to ask you about the Michael Jordan documentary that ESPN is making out there. Of course, uh, the jazz will be a bigger part of it toward the end. And I'm just curious, as somebody who grew up in that story, you know, uh, Austin, our producer, he says he, he can't watch it because it's still too painful. And I think a lot of other jazz fans out there kind of feel the same way, yet some of us can't peel away because it's, it's so interesting. Have you watched any of that? And curious to your reaction. Yeah, I've watched all four episodes so far. And with my, my relationship with Michael is kind of a love-hate. Um, obviously, it still hurts me like I think it hurts every Utah Jazz fan that, that we lost to the Bulls twice in 97 and 98. If not for Michael, I think we'd have two beautiful trophies in our trophy case right now. Um, so that part is the hate part, but the love part is that that Michael Jordan is, in as a fan, I think he's probably the person who personifies excellence and that warrior instinct that, that so many champions uh, have in their DNA. Uh, you know, work ethic, leadership, 
um, natural athletic ability, et cetera. And for me, it, it's hard not to love Michael because he found his calling in life, and he he was he. I feel like he got everything he out he could out of his God-given talents, and he inspired so many others along the way uh, to become greater than they would otherwise. And it's it's just he's been an inspiration to me. And then, you know, just as a side note, it's, it's been a pleasure to get to know him and, and watch him and interact with him a little bit at our Board of Governors meetings. And, and he's really, you know, in person, I've found him to be uh, every bit as, as charming and charismatic as, as he, you, would, you would think he is from watching him on TV. You know, that's an interesting mix, Greg, because on the one hand, like you said, you use the word warrior. He is. I mean, he's... The, uh, I imagine the most mentally tough uh, athlete that anybody has ever known, and you put mix that with the best physical tools, it just isn't fair anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at that point. But 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 I wanted to ask you about: Have you seen those characteristics in others, in, in other walks of life? Uh, is that necessary in order to be greatly successful? I think it is. When you look at the like the upper echelon of success in in uh, you know whether it's business or um, sports or other things, you know I look at my dad and I, I think my dad was the business equivalent of, of Michael, and it came at a price. You know he uh, he said many times in his later years that if he had it to do over, he would have he would have directed a little more of his time and energy towards his family and the people he loved, but. While he was building the business, um, he was working all those hours and demonstrated very similar um, attributes to what I've seen in, in you know the top performing athletes. So I, I think it is kind of a you know it's it's a, a certain gift that people have and they they just latch onto it and and you know magnify it for all it's worth. Greg Miller is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Greg, this is just a, a personal curiosity question. And But w- when I was first into this business, I uh, David James uh, took me when I was covering a jazz game over to where the old media seats used to be right there on the floor. And it was the first time I'd ever been that close to an NBA game. And it struck me in my head like, wow, this is a different world down here. You, you can hear what's going on and you can hear what the coaches are saying and those sorts of things. And I couldn't help but notice that you're seats are, are not bad uh, here at Vivid Smart Home Arena. They're pretty good. And so this is yeah. my, my, my curiosity question. Jerry Sloan during the game, the in-game coach, in the moment, what was that like and what is that like compared to Quinn Snyder during the game and in the moment? Well, obviously they're both very intense, um, very competitive individuals. Um, I think Jerry uh Jerry's language was a lot more colorful, and uh, he was a lot more vocal with that language than Quinn is. Of course, Jerry's style was to, to have a little more control over the plays the team ran. Uh, Quinn does, but I don't think it's, it's as, as much as controlling as Jerry's was. Um, but total focus on the game. Uh, nothing got by him. They saw everything on the court, and... And Quinn is a lot the same way. Uh, Quinn, I think, is a little more, uh, to me, approachable. Um, uh, and I don't mean that detrimentally at all to Jerry because he was a, 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 just a great guy and had a, a really tender heart. Um, but you wouldn't want to interrupt him during a game. 
And, uh, you know, Quinn and I have the kind of relationship where we'll, we'll chat a little bit during the game and Quinn will share some observations with me. And, and so, um, it's a, like I say, there's a little more of a personal connection with Quinn. And I think that probably has more to do with, you know, kind of where I am in life when, than, than anything else. Of course, when Jerry was, was the coach I was a lot younger and it was kind of my dad and Jerry were contemporaries where Quinn and I are a little more contemporaries I think that has something to do with it Greg I liked your comparison there between uh, Michael and your, and your dad uh, so driven and obviously that word is important in your family and in your dad's story uh, driven to 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 uh, achieve uh, I'm wondering, in your relationships with various jazz players through the years, who who is the most competitive of the bunch that you've seen up close? Oh man, that that you put me on the spot, Gordon. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't want to be disrespectful to, to any of the jazz players because they all work so hard. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna dodge your question, but I'm gonna tell you a story that came to mind when you asked it, and it was. I think it it just perfectly illustrates Carl Malone's work ethic. I was talking to him once, just kind of one-on-one. He was at my office at Jordan Commons, and um, we were just chatting, and he told me a story about how when he was playing ball and he got a rebound, it wasn't enough for him to just give the outlet pass to Stockton and beat his opponent down the court to try to get a layup. But he, he wanted to be Stockton down the court as well. And and so it was just like he wanted to be the first guy down, and it was every play. And when he told me the story, he did a lot better job telling it than I just did, by the way. But it, the fact that he was willing to put that effort in every single possession gave me a, a firsthand glimpse into the, the behind-the-scenes kind of mindset that we don't always see on TV. And there's a lot of stories about Carl and his work ethic and what he's done, but you know, I, I wouldn't want to overlook any of the other guys. Um, there's a lot of guys that, that just give everything to to uh, being as prepared as they can be to help us win. It's like picking between family members, isn't it? It's hard to yeah. Hard to really yeah, it's like yeah. asking me which one is my favorite child. <laughs> you know, I'll, Not- I'll tell you what I the way I answer that for my daughters. I have three daughters and three sons, and I tell my daughters my favorite daughter is the last one to give me a kiss. <laughs> oh, nice! That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna right. as as the father of five daughters myself. I'm gonna have to remember that one, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, the uh, the food drive, it's uh, driven to assist. It'll go on uh, tomorrow, April 30th through May 6th. And here's the locations where you can donate food. Uh, 22 Larry H. Miller dealerships across the state. 13 Larry H. Miller Megaplex theaters. Uh, here at Vivint Smarter Marina at the Park Place at uh, Smith's Ballpark. Uh, donations can be made between 2 and 6 every day, uh, except Sunday. And uh, they're going to do those drive-through locations. Am I leaving anything out, Greg? Want to make sure we get ever get the word out properly no just make sure everybody i just like to make sure everybody knows that they're welcome and we appreciate any support that anybody can give knowing that there's that everybody's feeling the stress right now jake i have one last question for greg uh-oh yeah I, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> it's this during this period of time greg uh I, I it's been a time of reflection because of it really puts priorities 
in order and it's caused me to think a lot about what's most important in life and watching what's going on, not just in our community, in our state, around the country and around the world, really. I'm wondering, uh, in your experience, what uh, how do you what how would you reflect upon what's most important uh, to you in your life? Well, it's interesting to hear you articulate the impact it's had on you. I think my experience is very similar. I know my workouts have been a lot more consistent. They've been a lot uh, higher quality uh, the last six weeks, you know, getting up in the morning and lifting a little bit and riding the bike and so on. Um, and I'm really enjoying that. Um, I'm, uh, my, I have a daughter and her husband who are they just sold a home and they won't be able to move into their new home for another week or two, so they've been staying with us for a couple weeks i've had them and my four their four kids with me and being able to have grandkids fall asleep on my lap at night um just the the personal touches seem to be a lot richer uh during this time and i know that you know once a week we'll get on a zoom call and and have all of my kids and their kids on the screen together and those experiences i well i i'm proud to say i'd never take them for granted you know, being with my family and people I love, they they just seem so much richer right now in light of everything else that we're trying to deal with. And I think it, for me, it's just had a real um, filtering effect where I'm I, I've, I'm kind of I wouldn't say I've reprioritized, but I've shed a lot of stuff, a, a lot of concerns that used to weigh down on me. I've just kind of thought, you know, it's not worth the brain damage. I'm only going to spend energy and emotional. Uh, energy on things that really matter to me, and I feel better. You know, I'm there's there's a lot of stuff uh, that you know, like the the challenges that we're all making, the adjustments we're making in the business. Those are real, and you can't ignore those, and those are weighing heavy on me. But there's a lot of stuff, uh, you know, just almost trivial stuff on a personal level um, that I've I've just kind of let go, and I feel just a, a lot. Like, my life seems simpler now, and I'm thankful for that. Here, here, man. Absolutely. Best to your family. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to, to be with you, and uh hope to see you guys again real soon. Back at you, Greg. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care. Greg Miller, uh, member of the Board of Directors for Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, also on the NBA Board of Governors. That was a fun conversation. It's a great, uh, great event for the community. Event, I guess, you know, food drive for the community. They're making it easy to donate. And uh, if you donate, they'll make it worth your while as well. So really cool. Dry, uh, driven to assist any of the Larry H. Miller dealerships, uh, any of the megaplexes here at the arena, uh, over there at Smith's Ballpark as well. Plenty of easy ways to drive through and donate and hope that uh, folks will participate. The way I see that, uh, Jake, is that at different times in, uh, in our lives and the journeys that we all go on, there are times when you fall in a situation where you're in need. And this is a great way to help people uh, who uh, who need who need food, and uh, it's a great cause. It is a great cause, and uh, happy we can help the Miller family get the word out about it, and happy that we can participate as well. Gordon, go dig deep in that pantry, and let's see if we can't do some good. And as you know, uh, the food bank is uh, is a cause that's very very important uh, to my family, and uh, we certainly are going to be on board and helping over the next week with this food drive. Really cool. Yeah, indeed. 
And how about that as, as basic needs, you know, food, food, water, and shelter. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's a big thing they're doing. So we're happy, uh, certainly, uh, to be a part of it. Uh, Gordon, a little breaking news there. Uh, did you see Sham Sharania's tweet where the NBA now, we, we'd heard uh, Vegas as the possible bubble destination for the NBA. Now they're talking about maybe down there in Florida, part of Disney World, which would make sense uh, with their uh, collaboration with ESPN and Disney. Maybe that's the place they do it. Well, it'd be nice if they could find some place uh, to, uh, to to execute this in a way that is safe for everybody involved. And what, what a nice treat that would be for everybody else to be able to enjoy uh, these athletes, uh, these teams competing in, in what is, is what we can feel secure about being uh, a safe environment. Man, that would be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? I mean, when we get into stuff like the Michael Jordan documentary and, and, and uh, a, a few games of horse and, and things like that, imagine watching real live NBA basketball again, uh, albeit through the TV screen, but that would be pretty exciting if they could find a way to do it. Well, if it's just a matter of finding a place, Gordon, you know a guy who knows a guy who has keys to the stake center, right? I mean, we can we can make this happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what about the living conditions, Jake? And no NBA three in the stake center. We could we could paint that on. How hard would that be? We would like where, where's the foul line? We're like know. an electrical tape. <laughs> Don't they, they have uh, full size basketball gyms at stake centers? Right? Those aren't those uh, condensed courts. Those are legit. Where's everybody going to live? I mean, I, I, I you know, are there have... uh, there's rooms in the old ward house? You could put people up there. There's a no? bunch of empty schools around. <laughs> right. Get some cots out. Huh? Cots, yeah, that's going to do it. How bad do you want to play? Huh? Yeah, right. Do you want to get that uh, the uh, five million dollar check or not? You know, <laughs> can you, you imagine that? Hey, uh, I'll have the uh, I'll have the Houston Rockets over at my house. <laughs> Be awesome. You you take the Jazz. And uh, Austin, you take uh, you take the Lakers or the Celtics over my dead body, or either of those teams. <laughs> and don't forget house. that uh, game time is at six at the Mount Olympus Steak Building, not not Mount Olympus North Steak, but Has the Mount to start Olympus with a prayer. Steak. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've got plenty well, we, of gyms well, in our community. Thing's... What's the matter with us? Let's one host thing's... this thing. One thing's for absolutely sure: it is that uh, the games would be no less violent. What are you are you saying that church ball can get a little physical? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, he's right. There's been more cops called to church ball games than NBA <laughs> games. And those are just the ones involving Austin. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But, but but really, Austin. <laughs> but how many times have you kinda. been? Thro- how many times have you been thrown out of a, a ward ball game? Twice. <laughs> what happened? A season. <laughs> more coming up next. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.